Hi, I'm Laura Allen. And I'm Liv Austin. And you're listening to My Amazing Mess. A weekly podcast where we talk to creatives who are right in the middle of developing their unique careers. They are totally honest with us about what it takes to pursue their dream job. The exciting highs. The disheartening lows. And and the the amazing mess that is everything in between. Knew we would nail that. It's Friday. That means it's time for Messy Musings. We don't have all the answers, but we ask the questions anyway. So today we wanted to talk about rejection um, and how to handle rejection, maybe, rather. Yeah, it's kind of, I was actually just thinking how we're going to get into this. And I was thinking, is it, is it, do we establish it as personal rejection, professional rejection? How What's the difference? Yeah, good point. Because personal rejection is is a big part of how you feel about your life. And sometimes the professional rejection, especially if you're a creative or doing something, uh, you know, that you're kind of driving, it feels very personal as well, even mm. if it's not really meant to be. Yeah. Rejection can lead to a lot of amazing things, but I think it's just getting to the place where you're you're comfortable with it. Um, and that you can feel like you're inspired by rejection, really, which is a weird thing to say, which I didn't think I'd actually ever be saying. But um, We obviously have a very similar journey. We went to drama school together. And even though our paths have kind of been different career wise, because you've been focusing on the acting more and I've been focusing on the music more, we still have that same time, I think, since leaving, you know, a safe space of having to handle different types of rejection. So you, you know, you sound like you've kind of come to a place where it's more inspiring for you now I think so yeah I think um the one thing that that I would love to kind of understand and and kind of get other people to kind of get on board with is that even though rejection feels horrible you kind of need it I think if we just had yes to everything that we ever wanted to do nothing would really mean much to us we wouldn't we wouldn't have have really worked hard to get where we want to be and and kind of reap the rewards of that feeling of succeeding in something in some way whatever that word means for for different people I know that I mean I do a lot of teaching and also I was auditioning for drama school and my whole career as is yours when you're doing your acting and probably the same in the music um is that our life is more rejection than yes is otherwise I would be right now you know accepting many Hollywood movie roles which I'm hoping one day I'll get to but when rejection can kind of become a part of your daily life and you're okay with it it's kind of I don't know it's really um it's really interesting to to get your head around the fact that you kind of are learning something from every time somebody says no to you for whatever reason I mean how do you feel about it in the music industry what's like what's how's rejection kind of hit you yeah I feel like it, it completely it's so funny it, it sounds like something you just say but I really feel like it's the driving force of everything is is maybe not just rejection in terms of not getting the stuff that you would like but also people telling you no like in in no you can't do that no that's not really how it's mm. done all yeah. of the no's because I think that uh to me has been become clearer and clearer over the last maybe couple of years is that whenever someone says no you can't do that one one of two things happens for me now if someone tells me like no that's not how it's done or no you can't do that no you're not ready for this whatever kind of no it might be I either go yeah you're right that I I can't do that or it just reinforces that I'm like no you are wrong in Mm, saying that yeah and sometimes it can be easier to uh 
to want to prove people wrong when they tell you no than it is to try and live up to everyone's expectations and I think it can be really tough if everyone's like yes yes you're great you can do this you can do this and then you have to do all of the no's <laughs> yourself that's you really have interesting to- yeah yeah because you do exactly you think of rejection as you want to do something and someone says no you can't do it and then you feel rejected that you know you, you haven't been able to do it but it's really you're, you're, you're exactly right is that I've I've definitely felt pressure um in in various things that I've done where you feel like you're trying to live up to things everybody else is expecting you to do and then it's you that doesn't have to be the one to be like I can't, I can't for whatever reason um and I think that's okay having a no for yourself is just as important as proving people that you can do it I think actually saying to someone right now I, um this is not my time to do this thing I need to focus on whatever else it is um but I'm I'm like you a lot is that is that's exactly how I feel kind of only really in the last six months so it's not I'm not necessarily talking from years of experience but um definitely when someone says no that's not how it's done you know that's not how you do something or you know even when I've gone to workshops or classes or anything and they they of course give you quite a linear thing of this is how you approach an agent or this is how you write to a music manager or whatever you know the case may be or whatever industry that you're doing because everybody's doing the same thing everyone's following this pattern it's the people that think outside the box that think actually no that's not how it's even if that is how it's done I'm going to just try a different tactic here they're the ones that can can much more likely be noticed or you know so I, I'm definitely an advocate for just if someone tells you you can't do something but you believe strongly and you feel confident in the fact you can is the best feeling to to think I'm gonna prove that person wrong actually yeah I think it's absolutely crucial I think if you are doing everything right and everyone's just giving you the thumbs up telling you like you're getting along great then you're probably not gonna advance very very far in anything um, other than very conventional uh, jobs, maybe it works better there. But even then, I think that our, our world now is just so not, you know, you don't just follow steps. You have to think for yourself. You have to be creative and brave in every kind of profession or anything that you want to do in your life. And I think that, you know, you can sit, uh, you know, for hours on end and read about different successful people who were told no a hundred thousand times. That is, you know, is a bit of a cliche for a reason. You know, people get told no all the time and you have all these amazing examples of people who are incredibly successful and, you know, JK Rowling, you know, the mm. amount of rejection that she had and that's a very famous, you know, story, but it's it's an important one because it, it does take to go through all of those people and all those people saying no to somebody going, man, I read this script that was sent to me and it's just beyond anything of it because you re- finally reached that right person, mm. you know? It's it's just, a, you know, a really good example of someone who's got nobody to turn to really other than themselves and just kind of go, well, okay, just on to the next then, mm. you know? Yeah. And, and you can just kind of sit and, and read about all these different people who were just told, no, you're too ugly or no, your voice sounds weird or no your uh, ideas are strange or you know all that sort of stuff mm. um and I mean, you think as well it's so often that we forget that the industry we're in especially in any type of art industry it's very subjective you know it's everyone's yeah. got a different opinion on something so it's you're trying to work out I think who who are you wanting to listen to whose opinion do you respect that doesn't mean that that's the right one or the wrong one either way but it's the path you're going down and you're trying you know you're aspiring to be a certain artist or a certain type of 
performer or whatever whatever it is that you're trying to do in this in a creative industry or in any industry you can just try and follow the advice of people that you respect but then also stay true to yourself and then you know hopefully think is this a situation where I, I actually trust in the people around me telling me what's happening and I kind of feel like maybe I'm not ready at the moment maybe I need to do something else in between to you know step stone up to the next thing or are you kind of thinking I'm going to prove you wrong and I'm going to do it something that was just popped into my head as well was about how how interesting different types of rejection are in in especially you know I know we're talking very much at the moment in this podcast about um anything you know to do with our careers and creatively but I mean, for me personally, I actually deal much better with rejection creatively than I do romantically (laughs) whenever it's anything to do with me on my personal life, you know, nothing to do with a project I'm pushing or me as an actor. I find it so much easier to understand that I'm part of a puzzle in that piece and then, you know, and and understand that at that time, as as annoying as it is, I really wanted that part in that play or whatever it is that that, you know they're trying to cast something or or you know I might not fit in at that moment um but I find it much easier to break myself away from it but when it becomes something like romantic for instance I take it much harder and I've I've learned to kind of look at it in the same way now um and look at rejection in in a kind of way of it leaving space for something better more exciting or more suited to me isn't it funny how it actually is really similar Mm. that you know if there's rejection in your life you know from from you know uh, someone you were interested in romantically or whatever it might be or someone you thought that you were going to really get along with and then they kind of yeah exactly away from you yeah and actually it's exactly the same thing because if you trust who you are and the way that you are it was just that you didn't fit into the puzzle of which is their life, you know, or, or their this time. And it really is true. And I think that, but then you have to go around and find the different people who do respond to you. Um, and then they kind of cast you in their life. Exactly, you know? which as well is something that I'm definitely finding. And we actually, we've spoken about this quite recently is that that's something that you don't actually have to go out and try and find if you can kind of just trust in the fact that that they gravitate towards you. I mean, the fact that you and I are friends all these years later, as close as we are, and we didn't try and force that, that just because we we were like-minded people doing the same sort of thing, the same, same, you know, interests, but also the same kind of personality to want to connect and and want to to work in the same way. Um, That's definitely something I'm learning to kind of less and less try (laughs) and just actually let who is going to be in your life kind of be in it in some way. I'm really interested, like, are there any times that you can think of where you've felt rejection quite strongly or, you know, maybe personally or professionally or both? Um, yeah. Is there anything that you can can think of, of like as an instance of you feeling rejection in some way? I'm trying to pick. <laughs> got, <laughs> yeah, I was so thinking that. I was like, well, if Liv asked me this, I'm going to be. <laughs> I've got so many. I mean, a few that I will. Um, I, I can think of two pretty obvious ones that are kind of different. Um, so so I can bring up both of them. And, and one is to do with acting. So when I'd finished uh, musical theatre training in uh, in Oslo and I wanted to go on to do full uh, bachelor's degree in, in drama, I applied to this really prestigious school in Oslo where only like eight people get in every year and like about 3,000 people apply. Uh, and then I applied to Guildford School of Acting. And uh, it was really, really fascinating to me because we were a group of people who all wanted to, most people wanted to go on to do musical theatre, but there was a small group of us who wanted to do acting. And uh, we all applied for both schools. And um, when I applied to uh, the school in Oslo, I didn't even get through after the first round. 
I literally got to do one audition for them. That was three rounds and they didn't even want to see me again. Like I didn't expect to get in the first year because everyone tells you like you're not going to get in the first year. It's the kind of school that you have to apply to get into like several times. And everyone kind of knew that. So it was a bit of an older crowd because people had tried like two and three times, you know. But for me, I was like, they didn't even want to, they didn't even <laughs> yeah. want to see what else I had to do. Like they didn't even want to test me. That's how little they wanted to to see me. And uh, and I was gutted. It was so embarrassing, you know, to have to tell everyone that they didn't even call me back in for the second round. And uh, it was just really quite humiliating at the time, especially because we were a group of people doing it and the, these other guys got seen again and all that sort of stuff. And uh, GSA, um, basically to make the long story short, the guys who got into this drama school, which is amazing, like they got in on the first try, a couple of guys that I was uh, in a year with, uh, are now very successful actors in Norway and stuff. They didn't get past the first round at GSA. Which is uh, Guildford School of Acting. Guildford School the, of Acting, school yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's in Surrey, yeah. Um, yeah. See, that's, so, that's crazy, isn't it? Because you, you find your different spaces. And, and I got in at Guildford, you know, the, the first time I tried. And they, so it, it just showed to me in such an obvious way that we find the places that we are meant to be. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and I'm still living in the UK. So it was clearly for a reason or, you know, I fit in here. And uh, and so that to me showed like at the time I was like, oh, God, no, because I want to, you know, succeed and be wanted. But actually, that school probably wouldn't have been the right thing for me. You know, it's a great school, but it would have it just wouldn't have sat with me because they d wanted different types of people. Uh, the other one was uh, Country to Country, which is a big uh, country music festival, which I did uh, in 2015 uh, when I'd just kind of started out doing my music properly, professionally. Uh, and it was kind of like a massive thing and new to me and I didn't really understand how I got it. Uh, and then in 2016 and 2017, when I was much more established and, and confident as an artist, yeah. uh, I got rejected two years in a row and I had no idea what I'd done wrong if I'd, you know, if I had pissed somebody off or if I'd, you know, completely misunderstood or if I'd, you know, messed it up the first time I performed and they didn't want me back. I just didn't understand what was going on. And I don't really have like a good ending to that story. I mean, other than I, I played it last year, but even then I had to really fight to get my way in there. Mm. And uh, I don't actually have like, a, oh, that was because this and that. I just, I didn't get it. For two years uh, in a row, they didn't want me. And I still like, I'll probably never know why. Mm. And it's funny when it becomes like a, um, it's, it's like the... If, if something is prestigious within your, you know, your scene and you don't get that, it's kind of like you start questioning your identity uh, yeah, a bit yeah, exactly. and you're like, am I completely delusional? Do I think that I am something I'm not? And so to me, that's kind of like, and it's really tough because if, uh, you know, people talk about getting rejection letters and stuff, you know, authors talk about like sending something to a publisher and they get a letter mm -hmm. and they collect all of their rejection letters. And it's so funny to you and me because an actor or a musician, we don't even get a letter. I was going to say, if I've got a rejection letter, I'd frame it probably. Yeah, exactly. How cool would that think, be? Because so, so many people say to you, you know, when will you hear when you've, you've just gone <laughs> for an audition or yeah. you've just sent something off and when will you hear? And you go, well... If I hear, that'll be a, you know, means I've probably got got it or got a recall or, you know, they like me. I just forget about it. I'll, you know, you do the thing and then you just try and not think about it because most likely you don't hear anything if it's not for you. That's that's what they do. I mean, 
yes it's quite unheard of to actually hear hear something back yeah and the silence is probably worse than being told no because sometimes you know luckily actually more in in my music than in my acting I do sometimes get people saying uh no sorry we're full or like if I try and get a support slot for a tour you know for a big artist and they want a support act and I try and get on the tour you know and sometimes I get people really lovely getting back to me saying hey we've booked somebody already but thank you you know and that's like a really lovely thing because at least you've been acknowledged whereas in uh in acting you don't you don't get it so you have no idea whether you were awful or they just found somebody else or you know yeah, what it what it yeah. was you don't really get any feedback which is quite tough yeah it's it's so interesting as well because i think one of the things that's really helped me in and i'd say over the last 10 years really um is to not just be the one thing that i think i am so you know, I, I want to be an actor. I've always wanted to be an actor. I did it as a re- really young kid and just wanted to always pursue it. Um, but in the in the in between moments, I've done a lot of things where you know I've I've asked to sit on a panel of an, when I finally did get into drama school. I asked if I could sit on the panel and watch some auditions or, you know, be a helper in some way. Or when I did a bit of um, production running on TV and film, seeing it from another angle just makes you really appreciate that it's not personal and it really is a puzzle and you're looking for something very specific and it when you start to kind of remove yourself and your emotions from getting something and you know delivering what you can do on a plate to someone and then then saying no you kind of start to go oh yeah I remember when I was putting you know a play on or something and the amazing girl came in but she was just too tall because everyone the family in this particular play were all smaller so she'd be way too tall or whatever it I mean it's sometimes it's down to silly things like that but yeah or just you know she was brilliant but the other person just fit that play perfectly or whatever and you, you see it happen so often and then you start to go oh okay so it's not me um you know like for you in country to country it, it's nothing to do with you it's as as a nugget of advice to myself mainly or to anyone listening that kind of is trying to pursue one thing it's so good to see that one thing from every angle that you can possibly imagine whether it's in music or acting or art or photography whatever it is don't just be the photographer go to other stuff I guess or you know see what it's like to be the owner of a gallery and what they're looking for when they're looking for a whole selection of stuff or you know anything like that you can kind of think outside the box just a little bit and if you can if there's any way of seeing other stuff it's so good to ground you in that way yeah absolutely I think it's it's really important to keep in mind whatever you're doing to keep in mind the whole industry around it because that takes the personal sort of vendetta against you yeah. <laughs> uh, away because that's very very rarely the case I think also what I've uh, learned and tried to remind myself is that no one person is in charge of your success other than yourself maybe but you know if you know what you want there are many avenues there you know mm. we we do kind of uh, create these really simplified avenues where it's like well I have to get through that person because I need to get into this uh, in order to reach my goal but actually if you know what your goal is and you work towards it you will meet a hundred different people who can potentially 
uh, help you get there. Mm. So if someone doesn't, you know, even if it, it might be that some people don't like you or like what you do, that might be a thing. But that doesn't mean that you need to give them all the power. Like if they're going to keep rejecting you, I mean, you can always try again, try again. <laughs> yeah. But if they're going to keep rejecting you, then um, okay, then you move on to the next person. I think taking away the power if someone keeps rejecting you is also quite, quite strong. You know, mm. you could just be like, well, okay, I'm still going to do it. So I'll yeah. find somebody else. And maybe they'll come back around to you, you know, and suddenly go, I see what you're about now. Yeah, you know, I exactly, see what you're about. Exactly. I think as well, like as much as you want to help everyone and be like, it's fine. You know, the rejections are going to lead to bigger yeses, but it's also totally okay to feel the rejection and to, to kind of wallow in it for a day or two or whatever, whatever it feels like. I know that whenever I used to get, when I was auditioning for drama school and I used to get the letter that said, no, sorry, but on this occasion, no. And it, it never stopped, it It never feels any better. It's not like you get another no, you're like, woohoo, I got a no. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> but you kind of think, okay, great. So now you can take it for a second, accept that it, you didn't get something that you wanted or, you know, something, what you were knocking on the door for didn't open. But I, I truly believe that just means something else is, is waiting around the corner. So... Yeah, it's kind of just being okay with it, but also not letting those rejections just hold you back in any way. Fail forward. Yes. Was it Will Smith? Smith? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we this love is, you, Will. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when you know someone and you've sent them a lot of videos. <laughs> so <Will> motivational <laughs> videos. Which is why we're doing the podcast, so that exactly. now we can, can spread the motivation. Yeah, whatever you're doing, I hope... I hope uh, you're taking rejection in your stride and and carrying on don't forget to check in next monday to our episode with actor sabrina bartlett remember to subscribe so you're always up to date with the newest episode